time to start the music, it's time to light the lights. It's If You're Listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. My name is Ramsey. I'm Heather. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> doing well. It's a disgusting, rainy day in Brooklyn, but it doesn't matter who goes outside. <laughs> it's fine. How, how are you? Is your hand okay? My hand? Yeah, you where just, I hit just the punched my microphone? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I probably cut that out, but we'll see. We'll see how loud it was. <laughs> so uh, I went through and cleaned up all of our requests this morning before mm. recording. And I 100% thought we had already done this album. <laughs> this happens every once in a while. Turns out we didn't. Um, I mean, we've done a lot of episodes. It's so... true. Also, there was 200. It's true. There was someone who requested a Taking Back Sunday album that we definitely did already do before they requested it. So I'm not the only one. So go back and listen to that Taking Back Sunday episode. It's uh, deep in the archives if you were the person (laughs) who requested it. We did do it. Maybe they just thought we did a really bad job with it and we need to listen to it again. No, they said, I can't believe you guys haven't done it. (laughs) You're right, right, because we did. Um, Don't believe it. It was a very, very very early episode, though, to be fair. Um, So, okay. So today we are going to do... The uh, fifth studio album by the American rock band, The Menzingers. Ah. So we have done... The boob shirt one. uh, (laughs) The Impossible Past. I don't think we've done any other albums. We've done individual songs off their more recent album as a mini episode, but this will be the second album we've done on the podcast by this band. Um, What were... Do you remember the mini songs that we did? Portland and Anna. Okay, I vaguely remember Portland. I don't have a memory of Anna. Totally fine. They were, it was the same episode. Um, Ah. So I cannot really remember what your opinion was on them from On the Impossible Past. I feel like we did a pup episode right around then. And so Mm -hmm. I've kind of conflated them a little bit. Um, That's fair. Like, I kind of remember the feel of the Menzingers. I remember them being... Please, please describe the feel of the Menzingers. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like an erotic novel. <laughs> um, I, I remember it being kind of loud and uh, a little shouty for me. Kind of loud, a little shouty, uh-huh. Uh, for the listener... <laughs> Uh, Heather is rubbing her <laughs> eyes in disgust, I think. I don't I actually had an itch, but also mm. exasperation. It was Did not dual feel purpose. Yeah. It was dual purpose. Message received. Both. I put I put my glasses on so I can't do that that move to you anymore. Actually, we kinda have matching glasses. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Uh you can Who dramatically knows? take them off though. Like just like what are you talking about? I can't really with headphones on. That's true. <laughs> You'll take everything <laughs> off. Exactly. <laughs> um Okay. Uh, a little loud, little shouty. Um, do you remember that there are two lead singers? Uh, is one of them Frankie? <laughs> no. I Did I infantilize their names, though? Is that this band? Absolutely. That is a fact. That did happen. Okay. Um, I believe... <laughs> I think I think it was both of them. Yeah. You were calling them Tommy and Greggy, if I recall correctly. Ooh, I don't I don't have the clearest memory of Greggy, but that does sound right. <laughs> I don't think you would have done just one. Yeah, it would be unfair. Yeah, that sounds rude. Um, okay, so this album 
came out in 2017. Um, I loved this album from the minute it came out. Mm. I was anticipating this album coming out. They, I'm trying to see if I can find this. Um, the first single off this was, oh wait, e- this is easy, easy to, to look up. The first single off this was uh, the song Lookers, which came out in August of 2016. Oh my God, they released fucking three singles before the album even came out? Oh wow. So many. Um, so they released that three singles before the album came out in February of 2017. Though of those three singles, Lookers was definitely like... I mean, I think still is probably one of their more popular songs. I'm trying to go to their Spotify right now to see. The plays. It is the third most played wow. Menzinger song, it looks like, of all their songs. That's crazy. Um, so I guess it's not crazy. <laughs> After the Party, which is the title track, came out March 23rd and had a video that I watched that literally made me cry when wow. I watched it. Uh, not like well, sobbing, but just it, it was an emotional. What um, was it about it that uh, tugged at your heartstrings? It's just like about a couple go if falling in love and going to shows and like being young teens in love going to shows. It's just like delightful. I understand. Um, I don't know what else I have to say about this. I immediately loved it. And I think it's my favorite Menzinger's album. Oh, wow. Okay. I think. This is a we're gonna put this to the test net right now because I haven't listened to it in a minute either. This is this after Impossible Past? Yeah, uh, on the Impossible Past, I think is this there was their second or third. Hold, hold on, please. Um, we may have done that episode before this album came out. <laughs> uh, maybe right after. Okay. Um, on the Impossible Past was yes the third album which came out in two thousand and twelve. Let's see when we did that. We recorded. Oh, so we recorded this the same year that um, After the Party came out, but later in the year. Or, yeah. I'm, sure I'm not we... sure my, the logic of my sentence made sense <laughs> I, there, but I, I think st- everyone probably got what I meant. I understood it, yeah. Uh, I'm sure we went over this on that episode, but um, they me. are still together, this band. Yes, they are. Um, how long? I'm sur- That feels like kind of a long run for, I feel like these bands always break up pretty quick on this show. Sure. They put out an album last year. Wow. They, uh, they've been putting out studio albums since 2007. Okay. Pretty consistently. Chamberlain Waits, I feel like that was the first album people actually like kind of knew of them. So that was 2010 and then 2012, 2014, 2017, 2019, 2020. Wow. So pretty right. consistent output from this band. Show me that album art. Here you go. I like this album cover. First of all, it's a distinctive logo. I remember this from the other album cover. Yep. So I like a consistent logo for a band. Yep. We do, we, we do love that on this podcast. We're at some sort of amusement park. Uh-huh. And there's a guy, and I'm going to say too short of pants. Uh, <laughs> sure. Holding his head. So he is sitting away that would really hike him up. This is true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, wearing white loafers and dark socks. I don't know about that choice. Uh, and he's holding his head in a way that probably like it conveys boredom or loneliness. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't tell, does he have no shame? Uh, but is that a bald spot or does he have something else on his head? Okay. I think it's a bald spot. I think, yeah, it's an older, an older man. Yeah. No shade as part of the club. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. Are they a Jersey band? Could this be Action Park? 
They are a Pennsylvania band. They okay. are from originally from Scranton, and I think they're all uh, more or less Philly based now. Could okay. be Action Park. I don't know. Yeah, The Office. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I oh, like wait. This. Oh, I'm sorry. Are they from Scranton or are they from Wilkes-Barre? Whatever. I don't know the difference. Sorry like to our Pennsylvania cover. listeners. Um, I think it's good. Yeah. It reminds me, uh, I mean, this came out first, but I feel like it has a similar vibe to um, the Spanish love songs cover that we did recently. Oh, the man outside the wedding. Yeah. Similar uh, vibe, I think. Yeah. Somebody should Photoshop these two guys hanging out, then they won't be lonely. And then oh, throw Bernie true. in there, too. That's, that'd be, yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and then that'd the, be an, through being cool couch. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, we should just put all the the men on the through being cool couch. It's just going to be a uh, Sergeant Peppers. So we got this guy, Mm -hmm. the guy from Spanish Love Songs, Bernie, unexplicably. And uh, and then we just keep one of the guys from through being cool. Yeah. I feel like one of the the nurse from Blink-182 is probably like too close a shot. She'd be hard to photoshop. She can be in the background of the party shot. There we go. There we go. All right. Great. Yeah, we'll keep adding to this. (laughs) This thing we'll never do. Uh, yeah, it feels like a lot of work for very little payoff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ramsey. Yes. Should we get into this? Uh, 2017. Let me put, put myself in that mindset. Oh, God. Oh, I hate it here. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> um, also realizing we didn't check audio levels before that, so that'll be fun mm. for us to do live right now. <laughs> Just tell me if you can hear anything. <laughs> Great. This is good. Perfect. This is the theme to Friends, right? Yeah. Actually, pretty does sound kind of similar. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. I like this intro. It's fun. It feels nostalgic in a way. Oh, you've already caught the theme of this album, which is pure nostalgia. Uh-huh. <laughs> this sounds like a end credits song. End credits. Yeah, like uh, we're, this is the montage. We're seeing what, uh, like, freeze frames of each of the characters. Uh, Michael fought in Vietnam. Uh, Ralph Melf went on to. Are you just a- saying it should be at the end of the Wonder Years? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that's great. Right. Oh, I keep seeing tweets and like internet posts about like if they made the Wonder Years right now, like oh, don't from, do this. That it would be in the nineties, and it's yeah. making me very upset. Yeah, the one that got me was uh, with Back to the Future, the 50s being further yeah. away than the 80s are, or whatever, that, the distance <laughs> between, yeah. I hate that. This is... This is a good level of shoutiness and guitars. Okay. It, it built to this. We're at yep. the chorus. I feel like we're going to settle back down once we're out of the chorus and then ramp back up. So... My biggest negative of this album, so specific and nerdy, uh, is the production. The I feel like the vocals, and I, we may have talked about this on this podcast before with uh, other Menzingers albums and songs. I feel like the vocals are very deep in the mix in a way that I don't love. Oh, interesting. Like, I feel like they're buried. I don't know why. Um, Will Yip produced this. And I feel like that is a Who's sound that? he likes. Uh, hold on, let me click through. Um, he is a producer. We've definitely talked about him before. He produces lots of bands that 
are in this genre that are immensely popular. So we, I'm not discrediting his um, skill. I think it's like with Menzingers, it's just not my favorite thing. Uh, um, we probably talked about him on the last Menzingers episode. We probably did. Um, he's, I'm trying to pick up bands that he's done that you will know. Oh, Arctic Monkeys, um, Bouncing Souls, uh-huh. uh, Circus Survive, Citizen. Okay. okay, I'm still. You're literally just shaking your head no at me. This is um, but I do know I have heard of them and. I am the Avalanche. I think we uh, did. We do this album. Did we do Wolverines? I can't remember. We did but not. We okay. Um, most Menzingers albums. It's just not like I don't know. It just Menzingers, and we've certainly talked about this. Is a very lyrically dense band, and I really like the lyrics hmm. of this band. And so having that buried for me as someone who loves music is or not music duh uh lyrics is not my favorite you do love um, music though I, I do but that was not the point i was making <laughs> um this part of the song feels particularly nostalgic to me from your your previous note is it sort of like the the tempo change that does it for you i think so and i mean so this song is uh called telling lies and the chorus is basically where are we gonna go when our uh, now that our twenties are over. Mm. Um, everyone's asking me over and over. Um, uh, the decade taken hostage by my own guilty conscience. Where when you're gonna quit that nonsense? Everyone's asking me over and over, but I don't mind telling lies. So I do think it's very much like our twenties are ending. We're in our thirties. So I do think it's nostalgia, but also just like. What 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 do we do now? Right, uh, right. I mean, I feel like everyone in their thirties, unless you're a crazy person, probably got to thirty and was like, "This isn't what the fuck I thought I'd be doing <laughs> when I was 30. Even if you're doing like good things, thirty just feels very old when you're sixteen. Right? Turns out it's not. <laughs> There's a great Todd Glass joke that I love, mm-hmm. where he's like, "When I was a kid." 60 was like, oh, I'm 60. But now yeah. it's like, I'm 60. I'm in a band. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's pretty accurate. It's good. Um, this is the second track. It's called Thick as Thieves. Um, I love that phrase. I don't hear that phrase enough. It's a good phrase. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's good. Uh, but I spell it with two C's. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a thick thief. I, so this song is about, okay, I literally just heard one of them on a podcast tell this story. Hmm. Um, They were on tour somewhere in Europe and basically just like had a really crazy night out and then woke up and like the night had apparently been too crazy for some of them and they like stole a bunch of shit and had to like literally just like get out of town. Do they get into what they stole? Yeah, like, it was literally, like, booze and meats. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Not, like, nothing, like, horrifying. Literally, like, booze and meats. An uncut gem. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, yeah, they didn't steal, like, I, in my head right now, I just thought, is the Thomas Crown Affair about stealing a crown? Because I wanted to say they didn't steal a crown. (laughs) I, yeah, it's two guys named Thomas who steal a crown. (laughs) Or, or it could be Thomas's crown that they stole. <laughs> you know, King Thomas. Yes, yes. Okay, that is better. King Thomas. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll write this movie with you. 
Yes. I don't even like that genre of movie. <laughs> heist? Yeah. Oh, you're missing out. I love a heist. I, I was one time, uh, right before the pandemic, actually, in Boston for a Kevin Devine show. What'd you steal? Nothing. Oh. But I was at a bar that was playing a heist movie where um, I've never seen it. But I was trying to figure out the plot line the whole time I was in the bar. Um, God damn it. Who's in this movie? Was it The Town? Nope. Was it Ocean's Eleven? No. It was a recent one. I think it's also a comedy heist movie. Was it Tower Heist? Yeah. It was Tower Heist. (laughs) Uh, Ben Stiller is the only person I remember in that. Yeah. Who else is in Tower Heist? Alan Alda? Is he the bad guy? In I, it? Think I think he's that, the, that sounds the Trump right. stand-in. Yeah. Oh, um, let's. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, oh, Eddie Murphy's the other main uh, guy. Yes. In it. Okay. Anyways, this oh, is, Matthew Broderick. I was not expecting Tower Heist to come up on our podcast ever. <laughs> I've never seen it for real. I've never seen it either. Um. Okay. So this is Lookers. This is. This is the one that was the third most played. Yeah, this song is these these vocals are very <laughs> in, deep in the mix. Well, Sounds like he's nowhere recorded, near the mic. These were recorded in a can. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the other end of an empty swimming pool. Yeah, this song though is very good. That's what I will tell you. Yeah, I like this part. This is literally a song about nostalgia. Lost in a picture frame the way our bodies used to behave, the way we Ooh. smiled in the moment before we permanently froze, but that was the old me and you when we were both lookers. That's another phrase that doesn't get used much anymore. Lookers? Yeah. The guy on the cover of this album looks like he would say lookers. <laughs> Ooh, I, like, I mean... I like this song a lot. I'm bopping to this one. That lyric, you little Kerouac always running like Dean and Sal... We, we, we love a nostalgic Americana on this album. <laughs> and a beat poet reference. Well, we, we've talked about on this podcast how I was real on the nose with my reading of On the Road, so... <laughs> I've actually never read it. It's decent. Dean and Sale, I assume, are the protagonists of this book? I think so. Okay. Unless, unless all of a sudden I'm... Pretty sure. <sighs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I was certain that I'd find her in the back of the diner in a cloud full of nicotine in a teenage memory. Uh, Mm. Kill me! That's a good line. (sighs) I know. Uh, Did you also, you know my penchant for geographically specific lyrics. I just was like, I had a thought pop into my head and then remembered saying it on the other episode of the Menzingers. I was going to say they sound like the killers. Oh, that's fair, particularly on this song. I can hear that. I remember, who was our guest on that one? On the first Menzingers episode? Yeah. Adrian? I remember you both being impressed with that <laughs> statement and I felt good about myself. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still taking a victory lap about it three years later. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, this this the chorus of this song is a real crowd pleaser. Um 
references the Wonder Bar, a bar I've been to many times. I just Where's love that? this song. Asbury Park. Mm. Love this Good drum bar. fill. This is a great song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for the listeners, I hit a single cymbal when I knew the drums were going to kick in again <laughs> out of the uh, drum beat thingy. What do you call that? Drum roll? No. Do I look like a drummer? A music historian? I'm not a, I'm not a music historian nor a drummer. <laughs> I'm neither of these things. That was an abrupt ending, says I. Um, this song is Midwestern States. This is also a Heather favorite mm. for sure. Um, there we go. Oh, he's gonna ask me to move, help him move, isn't he? No, he's gonna act to sleep at your house. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, but it's okay because he's trying to leave the East Coast, so he's not gonna ask to sleep on your couch. You're you're the wrong direction. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's, I hope this isn't a burden. Thanks for having us over. We could sleep on your couch. We could sleep on the floor. We would leave before you even noticed we were here. <laughs> this is a very interesting <coughs> yeah, premise. Yeah, this is like that poem about eat- eating the plums. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. Yep. Um, I don't, and I don't know how to use the mute button on my microphone. Um, you push it. I, could, I, I can't see it. <laughs> um, this song, though, it's like that lyric. Ugh. Um, we both got worthless diplomas from worthless universities Oof. to bachelors in worthless studies. Oh, man. But at least it made our parents happy and cost a whole lot of money. Wow. So, uh, I, I put pretty that, on the nose. <laughs> I'm going to put that in second place right after John Mulaney's description of an English degree. Which is? Uh, I, I'm just going to have to link to his routine. Fair. It's, it's well, too good. Yeah. I'll butcher it. Yeah, two bachelors in worthless studies is... Yeah, that's very um, good. But then it, it's basically like the first line of the chorus is, you uh, you said LA is only two days if we drive straight. This part, I can't, I love it. The bass line, oh, I love every everything. <laughs> I do like this. Something about everything dropping out like that i associate yeah. with you two even though th- they don't sound like you two at all i don't know why yeah this part is probably my favorite lyric <laughs> this next line just is beautiful <laughs> beautiful subjective here it's uh, that part is yeah you and me and our bad tattoos yeah all our stick and pokes all our inside mm. jokes we'll regret them when we're dead and sober. <laughs> that is good. But we're still breathing in the party ain't over is how that part ends. Um, as someone with many regrettable tattoos, <laughs> I don't know about many. You have a couple. Several. Oh, all right. I've been getting bored and really wanting to give myself a new stick and poke. What of? I don't know. Oh, just just in general. <laughs> I uh, don't know. I, I did I did one stick and poke on my fingers, and now I want more. I mean, every time this comes up, from long before we had a podcast together, I tell you to tattoo my face on you. I don't think I could stick and poke that. I think it would look very shitty. I think I can give you a simple enough version. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll shoot you Safe. over a doodle. 
I also don't think that would fit on my fingers. But anyway, mm, probably not your fingers. Heather, I have a quick game for you. Oh boy, that's honestly great timing because I don't like this song. Oh great, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. This is this is one of my least favorite songs on this album. So this is perfect timing. What's this? Skip- this one. This one's called Charlie's Army. Oh, interesting. I wonder who Charlie is. We, that's a question for we'll another day. We'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the game? Heather, I'm going to give you a scenario in which I am asked. There's several scenarios. And in each of these scenarios, I'm asking to sleep on your couch just for a little okay. while. You won't even notice. I'll be gone before you wake up. But you okay. have to tell me if you would say yes or no. Okay. Uh, my wife and I are breaking up. Can I stay on your couch? Yeah. Uh, there was, but I, but I would also have to clarify. What did you do? <laughs> nope, that's not part of it. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, but yes. Okay. If if only because it would also help your wife. <laughs> uh, but thirty seconds later, she calls and asks if she could stay on your couch. Ooh, and so now I have to pick one of yep. you. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. There's there's no winning in this. Well, if if you came over over, I know we, I could order shittier pizza than if Mo stayed at my couch. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> um, Heather, the sink exploded in our kitchen, and there's water everywhere. Uh, the bedroom isn't affected, but I need a straight shot to the bathroom without getting my feet wet. <laughs> Can I stay on your couch? Yeah, sure. Okay. Heather, I have bed bugs. Can I stay on your couch? Absolutely not. Get a hotel. <laughs> Don't even come near my house. <laughs> You're not allowed in my zip code. Okay. All right. <laughs> Heather, I had a nightmare. Can I stay on your couch? No. Get, why are you calling me in the middle of the night? I didn't even answer my phone for that one. Heather, I was scared. Uh, I think I'm out of scenarios. Okay. Fun. Uh, basically, it's 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 more or less yes, in, unless you have bugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I have a whole guest bed. Jokes, it's in a closet. <laughs> jokes on you. We're, I'm getting a divorce because I have bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I understand, honestly. Bed bugs could could end a marriage. Yeah, especially if it's because I refuse to do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I know. One of my friends broke up with her boyfriend amidst a bed bug thing that they felt like the, their partner was not taking seriously enough. That was oh, wow. one uh, one of m- many reasons, right. but um, it was it was on the list. That's crazy <laughs> and like, totally how legit. Like that, yeah, for yes. sure. Um, I like that our okay. new game, "Can I Sleep on Your Couch," was exactly. <laughs> Charlie's War. The length of Charlie's Army. Yeah, or Charlie's Army. That song is fine. It's just, it's just not my favorite. It, I don't find it like offensive or anything. It's just, um, it doesn't really stick out to me in any way. Um, I like this one a little more. It's also on, it, it's, a, it, I would say it's on my third tier of songs on this album, but I do still like this one. This one is House on Fire. Hmm. Um, I feel like there's a part in this I like a little more than the rest, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, this is good. I like yeah. I like that ramp up. Yep. It's um I don't know. I do like this one. I think it's a little more Oh, I really like the end. Mm. Sorry, I was scrolling through the lyrics. Um 
it's a it's very repeaty this whole song I and see. so i think it just kind of blends it in my brain but i do really like the melody on this song i like that you invented the word repeaty even though we have the word repetitive <laughs> no repeaty repeaty <laughs> <laughs> you're an innovator yeah yeah i'm a language innovator call up call up our miriam webster our friends at miriam webster <laughs> repeaty does feel different from repetitive repetitive it does yeah. because repetitive in a song sounds like a negative yes and i don't feel like my new word repeaty feels like a negative yeah it's cuter. Which is probably why, yeah, it is cuter, which is but also probably why I feel like I didn't say repetitive, because it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Because a song can be, like, I feel like uh, a song can be repetitive and be a very positive thing. Like, think, I feel like very, like, anthemic songs sure. can have that vibe. Yeah, I like the chorus that, on this. The verses are fine. But, I mean, the lyric, that lyric is very depressing. Waiting for your life to start and then you die. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never seen that lyric written out. And it's kind of funny to me now, written out. The woe. Yeah. Seeing the woe written out really sealed the deal for me. Is there a hyphen in it? Like, whoa No, but I just know that's how they pronounce it. It should be. <laughs> in the song. Yeah. You should edit Genius. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. This is the part I like, I think. Yeah. I I like when a guitar line foreshadows a lyric line. Yeah. Yeah, and this song has a lot of that, mm. which um I don't think I've ever noticed before really now, sitting down to listen to this song, you know, specifically. Yeah. We set the house on fire and we ain't going nowhere. Okay. Seems like Seems like a bad move. Seems unsafe, but yeah. do you? <laughs> not a cop. Um, <laughs> not a firefighter either. Definitely not a firefighter. Uh, this song is called Black Mass. I had no idea that was the name of the song. Right. Um, this does not sound like Black Mass. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I've never known what those, honestly, the ver- the lyrics were for that verse. It was, I was staring through the stained gr- glass into the procession of a black mass. Oh, how the subject at the altar wants their life back. Interesting. I have no idea what that means. I was thinking a black mass was like what you would have at a satanic church. Well, I clicked on this on Genius that a black mass can have many different characteristics, ranging from satanic rituals, witchcraft, or even a bizarre sexual mass of sorts. Right. Um but can be most commonly com- Jesus Christ commonly characterized as an inversion or at times a parody of the traditional Catholic mass. Huh. Make that all generally makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm. Could it also be a mass at a black church, which is what I thought this was maybe indicating? Don't know. All right. I barely know. I've barely ever been to a mass, period. I'm a <laughs> terrible Catholic. Uh, well, I mean, you're, you're missing some things, but it's also pr- pretty repetitive. <laughs> so I'm fine. I, it's, it's very repeaty. repeaty. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. 
This is okay. I, I wasn't ready to slow down, I don't think. Yeah, what? We are seven tracks in. Of? 13. Okay. Long. Long. But, <laughs> but only 44 minutes. Great. Yeah, none of these have... In fact, like, some of them have ended earlier than I thought they yeah, would. You, yeah, you specifically said, I think, Lookers ended abruptly. Yep. So that's a good call. <laughs> it yeah. apparently did. Uh, this feels like early 90s Americana, like a um, cougar melancholy type of song. Go on. <laughs> I don't know, just something like when people were sort of tapping into the like rock gospel feel. I'm thinking like... Interesting. Like, uh... uh, uh the, the only thing I can think of is Papa Don't Preach, but that's not quite what I'm getting at here. <laughs> like a walking in Memphis. Oh... Okay. Got with two feet on the ground. Uh, six feet off Is the that beetle. That lyric? Yeah. <laughs> Got we, great, great. Um, okay, this song, picking it back up. Mm-hmm. This song is called. Oh, there's a fly. Uh, Boy Blue. Not in the not in the song. There's a fly in my face. Sorry. <laughs> well, what would it be if there was if it was in the song? I guess that would be a U two song. The fly shows up. That was a deep U two pool for someone in our audience, not for Heather. Not for Heather. Everything I know about you two is from you talking you two to me. Um, <laughs> okay, so this one is Boy Blue. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what this song's about. Let's find out. <laughs> that makes me think of Little Boy Blue. Oh. Or Old School, You're My Boy Blue. Oh, true. I do like this one. This song has a great vibe. Is there only one singer? Two. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I made them fight. Yeah. There's two. Tom and Greg. Tommy and Greggy. Yeah, that does feel right. I did say Greggy before. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Uh this is the singer I like better. I do remember. Oh, God. I now think I, it's Greggy. Which one is which? I think I like Greggy. I, well, as we've learned on the show, I'm very bad at knowing which singers are which um, for every band that has two singers. Call Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm like trying to listen and envision this right now. Like, are you picturing a live show? Yes. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, I really can't tell on the chorus who's singing. I think it's okay. I mean, it's bothering me. <laughs> Do they? Because I think they have very different voices, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Do they look very different? Yeah. I feel like they're very different heights. I feel like one is bald, one is not. Hmm. I feel like they look very, yeah, very different. Oh, I didn't ask this. Do we know who that is on the cover of this album? I do not. Okay. I think this is a Tom song. Tommy? Yeah. I think this, I think this is Tom. Okay. I'll report back when another song plays. Yeah. I think this is Tom. Okay. I'm committing to that. Okay. Well, I like Tommy. 
Interesting. I, I feel like I like Greg more, but I, I mean, this is this is splitting hairs. Right. I obviously enjoy them both, Absolutely. but yes. This is like how I feel guilty saying this, but I have a favorite John, and they might be giants, but was your favorite a guest on our podcast? It's it's the answer has been revealed. <laughs> On earlier episodes, but I, I now that he's a friend of the show, I will never tell. Fine. Um, okay, this one is called Bad Catholics. Whoa. So it's apparently a song about me. As I <laughs> previously alluded to, I am a terrible Catholic. It's not about me. My mom listens. <laughs> um. I might have to cut that out. <laughs> Uh, this one has a fun video of like people going to like um, church fairs, basically. Hmm. Like in, like it feels like a very like it feels like it's happening. Like some like it would be in like Scranton, which I think is probably a very similar to town, you know, to the towns we grew up in. Yep. But um, uh, yeah. But the the verse here is we should uh, we should have never thought that we could get stoned and drive around with a, just a half a pack of smokes, bottle of clear eyes, and an appetite. Um, <laughs> We were pillaging the Turkey Hill on Main Ave and West Side, which I assume is the local gas station. I mean, I know that Turkey Hill is a gas station, but, um, um, or wait, is it an ice cream shop or is it both? Oh, I, it wasn't until you said ice cream shop that I could picture the oval logo of it, but I don't know for sure. I don't either. Um, but yeah, basically they get pulled over and then there's the lyric. But thank God for your father's last name and all the connections that he's made to everyone. You're such a sweet church girl, but I know your secret. Ooh, that's a good line. Yeah. Heather, you mentioning a music video made me think of this. If like there's an A and a B and a C tier in terms of budget, if A is like Green Day at their peak, where does this band fall in terms of the budget they got for their music videos? Okay, that's a great question because I literally run video production budgets as my job. Um, I'm going to assume they're not like A because that that's like an era no, of music video that doesn't no, exist. It doesn't. I don't think anyone is A yeah. anymore. Um, Maybe like guess, Beyonce or Lady Gaga putting out a single. I would guess they're getting fifteen twenty thousand. Okay, that's my guess. That feels good. Because I know what their music videos look like. Yep. And I know what goes into the production for them. I feel like they could be... It's not like they have celebrities in their videos. Um, I think they can probably do them... I mean, less than 30. Okay. okay. That's my guess. They're, but they're, like, cute and fun. And also, the people that make music videos make them on the side. You don't get into music videos right. for the money. <laughs> yeah, the days of... Not- David not Fincher. You, yeah, not that you don't get paid, but like that is not a career you go into for um, the big bucks mm-hmm. anymore. Um, oh god, this might. Uh, this is one of my all-time favorite Menzinger songs. What's the name? This uh, this one's called "Your Wild Years." That's like automatically a nostalgia title. Yeah. It's so many lyrics in this song. 
Uh, I'll wait till the chorus to go through this first verse. So it was long for the words with hearts and wings, something familiar when you miss everything. You rest your hand against the window pane, feet on a dash to a steady rate. Again, like the super visual lyrics that I yeah. love. I drove you home while you slept in the front seat after a show with the stone pony. <laughs> uh, watch you awake so goddamn sweetly over the Walt Whitman Bridge back to Philly. Wow. You- ah! <laughs> I Kill me! I feel like this uh, this album should have come with a map in the liner yeah. notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. Um, I don't need to read the whole second verse, but there was, um, it was, uh, toss and turn at four in the morning, petrified of where the future's going. Cause you're the kind of girl that deserves the world. And I'm the kind of guy that promises the world. Hmm. Um, just, yeah, the, the chorus here is great too. I'll tell you. That Boston lyric does well in Boston. <laughs> I have seen them perform it in Boston. <laughs> this song was written for you, Heather. It's like naming all like specific locations, general locations. This band, we probably talked about this in the first episode we did about them, but I feel like Menzingers are a distinctly Northeast band. Like, I'm obviously sure people in other parts of the country like this band, but sure. like all the places they're name dropping are places that I frequent, right. you know, and so like there's like that level of me loving it. Like I've been to a million shows at the Stone Pony, you know, like uh, I've seen this band perform this song in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I've been to Massachusetts. I'm just kidding. Many people have been to Massachusetts. <laughs> now I'm pushing. Heather <laughs> keeps bragging. Uh, that's a great lyric, though, too. Like, basically, they, they drove back to this girl's home, or former home in Massachusetts, rummaged through boxes labeled former you. Hmm. So good. It's a weird label. Like, who who wrote that on the box? An, well, maybe an emo teen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing... So if I, I put that on a box, I'm keeping it at my parents' house, it sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like your parents are just rolling their eyes every time yep. they walk past that box. Or it makes me think like it's a present for me for like every other person who sees it. <laughs> Fair. I think it's bad labeling and it has uh, ruined the song for me. <laughs> What's a little Polish in your name? Like one extra Y? Ends in an I? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this part, th- that part doesn't really relate to me. It would just be like, basically, full Irish in your blood, also your name. <laughs> B- both of these things are just fully Irish. Um, um, oh, we're getting to the slow dance. I don't remember if I like this song or not. Let's see. This one's called The Bars. Does it refer to the drinking establishments or, like, music bars? Uh, quickly scrolling the lyrics, I'm going to think the um, the drinking establishments. It sounds like a bar band song somehow. <laughs> I can see that. Tom song again. I think the last one was a Greg song. Do you prefer this? 
sorry, I'm focusing on the fact that I think this is a waltz. I think it's in 3-4. 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. Yeah, weird. Uh, That's fun. Sorry, I, I am a music historian. Uh, I do prefer this one. I almost just spit water <laughs> on my computer. realizing this water bottle is covered with many bands we've covered on this podcast i was noticing how many stickers were on there i wish we had stickers maybe one day we have mansions kevin divine uh trash casual which is the label of a friend of the show aj tate toby wow this is a very if you're listening mug bottle i guess bottle it's a water bottle. I got I got this water bottle for free for donating blood. Hmm. It's a blood bottle. Yep. Thanks, Mamamides Hospital. What was the hospital? Mamamides. Sounds like a nickname for your mom. You know, it's like one of the biggest hospitals in Brooklyn. I don't go to hospitals. <laughs> well, me either. Except to give blood. Sounds like you do go to hospitals. Caught in a lie. It's, it's by me. It's by my house. It's by my Mamides. I think it's in. I think it's probably technically in Borough Park. Um, that song was I don't quick. Know it turns out. Oh wait, it's still happening. Oh, I forgot. This song has two parts. Pick I didn't know that. Yep. It's one of those endings. Uh, and it definitely is about bars because I just saw the lyric. Uh, Why do some people make you nervous and others drive you to drink when the bars are closing? When the bars are closing. Okay. It's a bar song. Yeah. This feels like, I don't, they haven't done this on any of the songs I've heard, but it feels like another vocal line is going to come in over this one. You know what I mean? Like a round? Kind of, where like, this one's kind of a slower one, and then somebody else is going to come in. Like Jimmy Eat World Praise Chorus. You have no idea. Um, I know that's a song. Yeah. That's a good line, though. No good will come from stumbling home with the sun. That's hmm. true. Yeah, that is true. Nothing good happens that late at night. There was a an article I think on your former employer's website that I've sent to other people where it's like only have two drinks at a party. Basically, there's no need to have more than two drinks. Oh, I, I disagree with that. But... <laughs> okay, what this is, is fine. next? But it's fine. I'm, we're getting bored. Yeah. Oh, the next song is the title track, and also one of my favorite Men Singer songs. Also, you do like this album. A lot I of do. your favorites are on here. Yeah, this has definitely three of my favorite Men Singer songs on this album. Men Singers goes in the same category as momities where they sound like you're you're trying to say mom or men but you're putting a little extra at the end also i found this article you were talking about we can put it in the show notes okay this is funny also okay i see who wrote it i see who wrote it this take makes sense <laughs> interesting uh, it's just it's just a person it's, it's a writer who just like has takes ah not not good or bad just someone who has takes on the online i see uh, I love this song so much. This, okay, wait. I'm pausing. 
This song has so many lyrics, <laughs> and it is literally like it is the entire song is visualizing what the lyrics are. That's what I would mm, tell you. Like it's a lot of imagery. You're saying? Yes. Okay. That's 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 the word I was looking for. <laughs> Great. Yeah, he's just naming things. Uh, yeah, Got I it. love it. Got it. So that was, it's the little thing my mind commits to etch behind my eyelids. Like getting stoned when we wake up, coffee ground and coffee cups. Your silhouette and high top speakers and hardcore from laptop speakers. The classics to the more obscure for minor threat to your old roommate's band. I can't. Incredible. Heather, how do you feel about the song, We Didn't Start the Fire? Love it. How do you feel about the song? I actually do like it. It's a good song. Uh, the end of the world as we know it. Also actually like it. Okay. You just like a lot of words. I do. <laughs> I mean, this chorus is everybody wants to get famous, but you just want to dance in a basement. Hmm. That is a good line. This chorus is like everything I would have wanted as a teenager. We put miles on these old jean jackets. Uh-uh. Yep. That, that's an aim away message, for sure. Got caught up in the drunk conversations, but after the party, it's me and you. Ah! This whole song is an aim away message. Yeah. Another lyric that we breezed over was, uh, like a kaleidoscope of vibrant hues, I navigate around your tattoos. Said you got one on a whim when you were breaking up with him. Kill me dead. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been interviewed by the Menzingers for song <laughs> ideas? <laughs> yeah, right? <sighs> that verse, with a new outlook on everything we see from high up on this rooftop over South Philly, have also seen this band in Philadelphia. That lyric also goes over very well there. <laughs> Tonight's we lose our self-control from sex, from drugs, from the rock and roll. I can't. I love this song so much. <laughs> band is mm, they're probably one of the ones i've seen the most let's see i wonder if at like this point in their career too if they just mapped out the places that they play the most often and then make sure that they name them on songs boston philly Uh they have a song about it with a brooklyn reference there you go yeah like we, we gotta make sure everybody's represented here yeah they had a reference to a gas station which is in certainly northeast i don't know northern pennsylvania somewhere Okay, let's see. We're in the concert spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Please hold. I like this oh, instrumental piece. The singers are my fifth most seen Ooh, band. Can I guess? Go for it. I think number one's Kevin Devine. It is. Uh, You're not going to guess number two. Is brand new number three? Mm-mm. Did they make the top five? No. Okay. I they're one of those bands that I actually haven't seen a ton of times. Pup. Nope. <sighs> we have covered. You're not going to get number two. I'll just tell you. It's Jeff Rosenstock. No. Um. All the other bands, three and four, we have covered on this podcast. <laughs> one is no longer a band. They broke up. Oh. That should be a big hint. Um, also, two singers. I'm, I'm just gonna. Also, Philly. Also, Philly. Wow. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna have you tell me. Modern baseball. Oh. And then the fourth is saves the day. Oh, I could I should have gotten that one. Jeff Rosenstock. It, it is bizarre that that he's the artist I've seen the second most, but I also feel like he. I mean, he now lives in LA, but is from New York. And so I also just feel like would play with every other band I listen to mm. in New York. I like I like Jeff and I like his music a lot, but um, it's it's misrepresentative that he's the second gotcha. most artist I've seen. Is I think what I'm trying to say. In that same way, like Vertical Horizon, I think is in my top five accidentally. Okay, but you have a small. Your numbers are smaller. Oh, way smaller. <laughs> but they just happened to open for three different bands I saw in yeah. the year 2000. That's very funny. So this is the last song. What's the uh, song? And "Living Ain't Easy." I don't love that title. I don't love that title, but this feels like a closer. It's got a it closer does. vibe to me. It also feels like it might be a duet between the two singers. Did I hear both of them? Maybe they do that sometimes. This feels a little more country. I like that part because they do a stutter. <laughs> la, 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 lobby. Oh, I thought it was la, la, love me. No, lobby. It was continental breakfast in the la, 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 lobby. I see. Oh, you know what? I didn't know what this lyric was. Only a fool would think living could be easy. Hmm. I think this is the first song on our show that mentions Continental Breakfast. <laughs> I think that's probably true. Yeah. Okay, so not in the sound of the music itself, but something about the melody reminds me of Weezer. It's a guitar tone. No, no, it's specifically the, the melody of the lyrics but don't know why this guitar tone i feel like is not similar to anything else on the album so that's the only thing that's standing out to me the guitar tone reminds me more of the uh kids in the hall theme (laughs) (laughs) okay Kind of a 50s earth angel feel here at the end that's what the guitar tone yeah. is it sounds very retro echo yes which i don't know anything about that um that's it that's the album that was a good closer that was a good way to wrap it up i thought so turns out i do still love this album i didn't think i wasn't gonna like not gonna like it i was just like not sure i knew i didn't love every song on it so i wasn't sure but i wasn't sure how representative like that was right. like how many songs it seems like there was really just one that you would declare skippable yeah i don't love charlie's army and then like you hate war that's true there is like charlie's army through boy blue is the dead middle of the album and it's not my favorite but i do think there's like redeeming things mm. about those songs so it's not like i don't think they're all skippable um it's also there's 13 songs we could probably cut one that's okay yeah <laughs> I, but overall, I obviously still love this album. Um, what What is your review, Ramsey? I, on the whole, like this. I'm 
a little bit disappointed that I wish I had a clearer memory of how I felt about that last album. Um, Yeah. But it was a very long time ago. It was. Yes. Uh, On the whole, this was really good. It was not as screamy as I thought it was. And the yelling was not offensive to me. Great. Yeah. That that nostalgic tone was a real through line through the whole thing. It definitely... It definitely felt that way through yeah. through each of the songs. Even you if I wasn't correct. directly analyzing every lyric, it, it still felt that way. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that is the general overall vibe of this album. Nostalgia. I, I really liked it. Great. We did it. We did it. Ramsey. Yes. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me online, the internet, uh, <laughs> at Ramsey ESS is your best bet. Heather, how about you? You can find me at Heather Shea, S-H-A-E. Heather, what would make you really happy if our listeners did? Uh, left us a five-star review on iTunes. I wanted to say .com, but I don't think that's <laughs> correct. Uh, no, <laughs> on, I don't think so. But Left us a five-star review. We would love that, and we would read it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to get more of us... Hmm, uh, you can love that. Go on. You can check out our Spotify <laughs> playlists where we uh, pick the songs that we're actually listening to. Well, yep. that makes it sound like this stuff is this is an act. We're just pretending that to we're listen actively to actively listening to. Yeah, um, and also like our favorite from each of the episodes that we do. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all that Great. fun stuff as well. Exactly. Bye-bye. Bye bye.